Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. I, I got here. Yeah. Well, I'm mad that it's in other rooms, too. I thought that it was just going to be in my room. They have all the same stuff. Like, we all have the same weird, creepy graffiti pillow. Yeah, yeah. Also, the ugliest graffiti pillow. It is. And I, why do why do hotels give you this shit? It's just this hotel. I This has to be the dirtiest pillow. Like, I yeah. throw it on the floor <laughs> yeah. immediately I, yeah. uh, before. But nobody, what do I you like, do with this? didn't want it near me. Yeah, yeah. I put it on the side table. Like, uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, you're better than I. Literally throw it on the floor. I'm sure uh, they don't do anything. It's gross, and they put it on my <laughs> pillow where I put my head yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's funny because I didn't want to use that pillow because that one was touching it. Yeah, so I used the other pillow. Yeah, we're staying at the Moxie Hotel, which yeah. I'm not gonna lie, is is not. It's a nice hotel. This used to be the Michael Jordan restaurant. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. This used to be Michael Jordan's restaurant. It was a steakhouse. And they turned it into a hotel? And Michael went, yeah, they turned it into a hotel. I don't remember what was above here. Oh. So I don't know if they built new shit on top of it or if this was just offices. Yeah. Because it wasn't this entire building. Right, right. This is an eight-story hotel. It must have been, yeah, like an office building I space. don't. It's very fucking weird. Wait, so that whole bottom lobby area. Used to be the Michael Jordan restaurant. Right. Yeah, which was and nice. why they close it? Because Michael Jordan hasn't played here in 20 years. Oh, <laughs> but was, did he own it or would they just use his I, name? I don't remember. I think oh. he they just used his name. I was like, yeah. And he probably has some like owning stake in it. Mm-hmm. But when he retired in 98, then he went to the Wizards in like 2001 or whatever. Yeah. He moved out of Chicago for good in like oh. 2003, 2004. And he hasn't been back since. Where does he live now? North Carolina. Interesting. Which is where he's from. Oh, okay. And where he also owns, like, his basketball team. Who does he own? Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets. Oh, really? He's their owner. I did not know that. Yeah. What an owner to have. It would be awful. <laughs> he's just a nut. I mean, like, who who would you consider to be, like, the top podcaster in the world? Um. Or, I mean, I'm sure there's more than one, but. I feel like, like the, the tops that I would say just. Because they do well would be like what Joe Rogan and Mark Maron probably yeah and imagine they were your boss Ugh. it would Mark be... Maron it would be trash Joe Rogan seems he's on his own like he wouldn't be really his... see I, I think it would be opposite because Joe Rogan for me because I don't watch UFC but I know he's a part of it yeah like he has to me this fucking weird. Uh, like, like macho, macho man, yeah. ma- macho man shit. Yeah. Where Mark Maron is just like, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. <laughs> I like my like... few interactions with him, he's always been like weird and bitter and mean. Like that I feel like he would take true. stuff out on you that was just, just like go to fucking therapy, dude. He would be his character from Glow. Yeah, like he just he like, is <laughs> perfectly cast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like get out of here. Yeah, he does seem like a bitter fucking old man. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you hear. But we've banned Edgar from Chicago. <laughs> uh, he left. He was like, he's like, yo, can I do a podcast with you again? Can we do another episode? And I was like, no, nigga, you can't. <laughs> and he got on the plane and went back to L.A. 
Uh, so I am joined. This is your first time on the show, isn't it? Yeah, I was on Against the Grain. You were on Against the Grain. <laughs> oh, well, my goodness. Like years ago. It was years ago. I am joined by super producer, host of Ethnically Ambiguous, Anna Hosnier, or I, Anna Hosnier, I'm sorry. Oh, is we, it's so weird. I know too many Annas and Annas. Yeah. I go by both. You do? Yeah. I go by too many names. Yeah. What is it? Is it actually Anna, though? It is Anna. I was yeah. born Anna, but like because I was just slowly whitewashed growing up, the people call me Anna, that I was like, I don't know. Honestly, don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I have no real, like, I know some people are very intense about how you pronounce their name. I yeah. don't have that. Like, I just, I respond to Anna. I respond to Anna. I don't care what you call me. Yeah. I well, like I want to call you by your name. You can call me Anna then. Yeah. I don't want to Jack, just. Jack O'Brien always calls me Anna. And everyone's always like, why does he call you Anna? I'm like, well, it's technically my name, but I will respond, respond to, to Anna. Anna. And I always say Anna just out of, I'm so used to being like, hi, I'm Anna. Because I'll be like, hi, I'm Anna. And then people will slowly be like, it's Anna, right? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. I, it's amazing what white people will do to us. Because I also mispronounce my name. Yeah. Just so. You're like gaslit. You're like, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> I I call myself Jay to people that I don't know. Yeah. I don't call myself Jay. But it was like, can I get a name? Like at a restaurant. Yeah. Can I get a name? Jay. Mm-hmm. And then they'll ask, how can you spell it? And instead of just saying, just put a J, I'll say J-A-Y. Mm-hmm. There's no Y in my fucking name. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I, I just feel like that's how you should spell that's, J. Well, that's what I think. It's like the Starbucks name. Uh, I always say, I say Anna. And then when they say two N's or one, I just say one. Because I just, it, I don't. I spell my name with two N's, but I just don't. Like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you don't like, care. Whatever, however like, you want to spell it, dude. Just give me my coffee. Yeah. Just give me my goddamn coffee. Anna, is this, you, your sister lives here in Chicago, so you are not a first-time resident to Chicago. I've been here a few times. You um, missed our date night yesterday. Well, <laughs> that that sounds not how I wanted it to sound. Me and Edgar had a Chicago date. Yes. And I'm sad that I couldn't take everybody on you our know, Chicago date yesterday. Every, usually when I come, I do everything alone mm-hmm. because people are like, the people I stay with are like working Yeah, because they're adults. I guess I'm an adult too. I but mean, like, we're adults. They're not really like hanging out with me so i i usually just go on dates by myself or i'm just like walking around like i go to millennium park and then i you know i go to the institute of art and then yeah. you know i go to the aquarium and i just i'm like walking around forever by myself yeah and just like taking the train up and down and um actually last time i came which was last year i came with a friend and then i went and visited another friend who was going to grad school at university of chicago so that was like a whole nother neighborhood i'd never explored before mm-hmm. high park i used yeah. to live there Oh, yeah. I lived, I, it's weird, I lived in High Park, Mm -hmm. and in sixth and seventh grade, I went to school at the University of Chicago, Uh, or fifth and sixth grade, sorry. It was weird. I skipped sixth grade. Uh Uh-huh. That's a lie. I didn't skip sixth grade. I went to school during sixth grade. I just went to school at a college for sixth grade. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, it was weird. They had, like, some program where they took you out of school, and you just went to a program at a college. For that school year, what is that? I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But was it like a normal elementary school? No, it just... wasn't. It was only like twenty of us, What'd which you... I guess is fine because that's how big a class is. But we would do things like play sports, and then learn about the world, and learn how to be like sufficient adults at twelve. But 
And it wasn't the normal curriculum? It was? wasn't like a normal oh, curriculum or anything. No. I think they pulled people out who they felt like missing a year of curriculum wouldn't hurt them. Because I went right to, so I technically never went to sixth grade. Yeah. I, I got pulled out in fifth grade, started oh. that, did all of sixth grade in there. And then once it was over, I went right to seventh grade. It was That's very wild. weird. Yeah. Uh, the, that, does the university just do that? I guess so. I remember the only thing, the biggest vivid memories I have of that, I remember none of the education because it wasn't educational. <laughs> but the biggest vivid memories I have of it was they made us play volleyball. Uh-huh. That was the only sport we could play. Yeah. Which I loved. That's interesting. And they volleyball. also forced us to eat salad. Oh. Which I hate salad. I wanted you to be like healthy volleyball I'm, playing. Yes. Sixth graders. I was so upset. That's so weird. I don't eat. I didn't eat salad then. And your mom didn't sign you up for this. She she agreed to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 She agreed to it. I mean, yeah. They when I say they took me out, <laughs> I should be because they didn't like bust down the yeah. doors. Your parents and, like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just like you and like dragged me to the University of Chicago. Like yeah. she knew every step of the way what was yeah, going on good. and shit. Okay. Like it was her decision to allow me to do it as well. So did you grow up in Hyde Park? No, no, no. I grew up uh, South Chicago. Okay. So I grew up in what's called like West Pullman. So High Park, for instance, where uh-huh. you are, where University of Chicago is, imagine like fifteen to twenty miles south of that is where right. I grew up. Yeah, I have a sense of that because High Park is north of us, right? No, High no, Park no. is south, south of us. Of now. Us, south of us. So, so it's that's even further even south. More south. Yeah. God, I just yeah, got yeah, yeah. Around. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The city is big. Yeah. The city is huge. I was here. Uh, well, yesterday, Edgar was like, "Man, the city seems small." <laughs> And then by the end of the day, he was like, I need to retract a statement. Yeah. Like, I had, and I was like, you haven't even been in a third of the city yet. You've yeah. just been downtown. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing is, I, sp- I always spend all my time downtown. Which is great. Yeah. I fucking love downtown. Yeah. I hated it when I lived here, but I love it's it. It's the nicest. Also, during the, ho- I usually come during the holidays as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm always walking around freezing my fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part. The cold here. I don't know why. It feels colder than New York. It is colder than New York. Like, it's just a crispness that just bites. Like, I remember one time, I always have this vivid memory. I was walking from, like, the river area down to the train, Mm -hmm. and my dad called me, and I picked it up, and I immediately, because I had to take my glove off to, like, work my phone, Mm -hmm. and I immediately was like, I can't talk to you on the phone. My finger feels like it's about, like, my fingers are fucking frozen from taking my glove off. And I had to be like, I can't talk on the phone. Sorry. Sorry, I got to go. And that's like what I always think of like, fuck, I'm going to Chicago. I need to bring like everything. 40 pairs of layering. I need to bring my gloves. I need to bring my warmest scarf. I yeah. almost brought earmuffs, but I brought a beanie instead. Smart. Like I have certain things for traveling here. That's crazy. Because yeah. your sister lives here. Yeah. So I have. Where are you live- guys from again? Uh, Bay Area, okay. California. And she's here. Why? She just lives here. Works she here. She just lives here. Okay. But she didn't go to school here. She decided to move here. Yeah, I know. She just works here at the VA. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, No, she went to school in Utah. She's weird. She left at 16. She actually skipped a bunch of grades as well. Really? Not like to go to university. <laughs> <laughs> All those skipping grade yeah. kids. <laughs> she came to University of Utah, worked in Utah for years, and then moved here, met a guy, got married. Okay. Stayed. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I... Like, I had to, I pack all my hats. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wear hats anymore anyway. I have earmuffs. So my hair yeah. is too fucking big for hats. But when I got off the plane, I was like, this is, why did I do this for 26 years? Like, I was held captive for the first 18. But, <laughs> like, after that, I was like, why didn't I leave? This is insane. But let me let me stop shitting on I Like, I, Chicago's fucking great. It's so nice. I, I love the, like, 
the holiday vibe here. Yeah. Like the lights, the whole place. It's I feel like I'm just I want to go up. buy giant boxes like Christmas like present. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Like I was seeing like stores with giant ribbons. I'm like, wow, that's Ooh, the that's, holidays. <laughs> yes. That is the holidays. Yeah. Snow on the yeah. ground. Yeah. It is cool. Like I used to give tours here, right? Yeah. So and we would shut down our tours like first week in November because <laughs> it's too cold. It would have been yeah. like it, employee abuse to make us fucking mm-hmm. give tours outside out past that. But they would always it would be the Mickey Mouse parade. Oh. And it would light the mag mile up. That's so cool. it would be Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse coming down on the parade and then doing like little fake uh, like wands mm-hmm. at the trees and then all the lights will pop up and then uh, Sears Whoa. Tower, the John cool. Hancock would all turn red and green yeah. and shit and they would just be like, it's Christmas now. It's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and it would be that. pretty fucking dope. So I do miss that. I, I do miss, I feel like in LA, and you can tell me if you agree with this, like shit like that, we frown upon. We're like, I'm not going to that. Like, yeah. there's a Christmas parade in L.A. every year. Yeah, it sh- shuts the whole fucking city down. And it down. shuts the whole city down. Yeah. But I think because L.A. is such a city of transplants mm-hmm. that po- most people who move there is like, I'm not fucking going to yeah. Hollywood for a Christmas parade. Yeah, I don't know. I would never go. I would never go. Yeah. But uh, I would go to one in Chicago. I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Maybe it's just there's something... Well, I was never raised celebrating Christmas because I'm like, my parents are very Iranian. Mm-hmm, they just are mm-hmm. like, when we were young, they'd get us a tree because they were like, the kids, they need something. Right. And they would get us presents. But at the older we got, like, it was just like, my mom was like, I'm not getting a tree. I'm too lazy. Whatever. Like, if you want a present, I'll just give you some cash. Like, mm. here, it's the holidays. Here's some blatant, just no label cash. Like, here, because it's that time of year. And then... So now I like lean in really hard. Mm. So I get a tree now that I have my own apartment. Like I wrap presents, stuff that I like don't even necessarily need to wrap. Like if my boyfriend like knows the gift I got, I'm like, well, please let me just wrap it and mm. put it under the tree. And you can open it in two days. <laughs> like, I love that. I mean, I wrapping gifts is great. It. Yeah. I love the holidays, man. Like it's people, so heartwarming. It is. Yeah. It's great. Do you have, all right, let, let's talk about this. Do you have holiday movies you watch every um, year? Because I have three. There is one I always go to my best friend's parents' house. And we always watch Elf together. Okay. Um, All right. And then there's the that the Arnold Schwarzenegger Santa movie, which now I'm like blanking. The one with name. Sinbad. Sinbad, yeah. Is what it is Santa's little? No, it's not Santa's little helper. I always forget the name because I forget the name of it too. We but just call it the Santa movie because my <laughs> my parents are so Persian. They'll be like, "Let's put on the Arnold Santa movie," uh, and so I never remember the name. Jingle all the way. Jingle all yes, the way. There we That's go. That's right. Jingle all the way. Uh, that movie was fun. Yeah. I fucking my miss dad Sinbad. loves Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor. He's like mm. really into it. He's really into the like this. Schwarzenegger DeVito days when they were doing movies together. That's like his <laughs> The fave. one movie they did together. They did two. They did Twins they did and twins. Junior. That's Junior right. is the one where Schwarzenegger's pregnant. That's right. <laughs> like that combo kills my dad. What a fucking <laughs> weird concept. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, people like 90s Arnold. Yeah. Was such an interesting Arnold because you have like <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, yeah. You have Jingle All the Way. Yeah. You have uh, he was also like a romantic comic uh, yeah. interest in like some movies. He was such an interesting fucking actor. He had in the a really 90s. diverse career of just weird roles. Like once he got he was old, like a comedian, <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito. Then he went to like wrestling for a little bit. He would do shit yeah. on WWF. 
Yeah, well, or he like started out as like Hercules or something like that. Yeah, one of those movies. He started Just, out like, as bodybuilder man who couldn't act, who couldn't speak. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he couldn't exactly. even fucking speak. Yeah, he still can barely speak. Although now I and think then he was like our gov- he was the governor of California, which is always like a thing where I'm like, yeah, we really let that happen. We let that happen. And he just kind of was just coasted through. Is Weird. there a celebrity? Because, all right, so in Chicago, Chicago's mayor was for years was called the Daily Machine. So it was Mayor Richard Daly Sr., mm. then Mayor Richard Daly Jr. Uh-huh. And, together, and then in between that was one black mayor who the urban myth is he was murdered. Was uh, he actually? Or did he die? People think he he was poisoned. But he did die. He did die. Whoa. He did die. And he died under like weird circumstances. His name is Harold Washington. That's if, fascinating. Uh, if you've ever been around like the Harold Washington Library here uh-huh. in Chicago, that's who it's named after. Uh, I not know that. Well, that's, I need to look into that. That's it's very crazy. But then after that, we got our version of a celebrity, which was Rahm Emanuel. Right. Because <laughs> he was He's a celebrity because of the Obamas. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah. he was his chief of staff. That's right. So he but coasted. that whole those th- those brothers, right? Because Ari's the agent. Ari Emanuel is the agent that Ari Gold is based off of. Really? Of Entourage. Yeah. Those brothers. I think there's three of them. Ari. Really? Ram. That's and, crazy. I never knew that. Another one. Uh. So he's also just he's our he's a Chicago fucking celebrity. But who do you think would run for mayor of California? That's a celebrity now and would get elected immediately. Hmm. For governor, you mean? For a governor, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who would get elected immediately? That's a good question. The they cur- are current celebrity. Current celebrity. Honestly, I could see Danny DeVito doing it. <laughs> Honestly, he's so. That would be the fucking. Or best. even if Will Ferrell ran. If Will Ferrell ran, he would get elected yeah. immediately. Maybe we'll be like, it's done. Yeah, I could see, you know who I could see running? Hmm. George Lopez. Dude, I could see that too. I could see him because he, he George Lopez kind of gives off this vibe where you can be like, I can see you being serious. Mm-hmm. And he also has had a pretty tough life yeah. as well. So like they'll play into that as well. Like, hey, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm more than a comedian. <laughs> uh, all right. I didn't have a life. <laughs> I'm also. Uh, I'm also. Uh, the mayor. <laughs> I'm more than this. Yeah. Uh, I can see. I can see a George Lopez or something like that. All right, George Lopez, you heard it here first. Run. Run for governor of California. You got my vote. I don't care what you're running on. You got my fucking vote. But Anna, hmm. you are the host of Ethically Ambiguous. I am. You guys had my co-host on earlier. We did. This- I was say year month. I don't Earlier know. Earlier this month, I was not there. <laughs> we oh, you weren't <laughs> Edgar. Edgar's had your co-host on. Oh, Shereen. you're right. You're right. Oh, you I've were had in, you on. You were in Florida. I was in Florida getting proposing engaged. To your congratulations. Yes, I, I feel like I never said that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Wait, can you tell me how you did it? Sorry uh, to interrupt. No, it's okay. I've had to tell the story a lot since I've been back here and t- tell like at home. Fifteen more times. Uh, I feel like it is the question I get the most now. Yeah. Is how did you do it? Uh, all right, I'll Wait, tell you how I did it. Wait, was it at Disney World? It was at Disney I World. I knew it. When uh, they it said it, I was Disney like, he's World. in Disney World. He yeah. is in Disney World. Yeah. It was at Magic Kingdom. Nice. It's the last day of our vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had what was called extra magic hours, which means if you were staying at a Disney hotel, you get to stay there. Yeah. Like two hours later. I also want to apologize for people. Like, right now, my voice sounds like shit, and I feel out of breath. 
Mm. Because this Chicago cold is yeah. fucking with my voice and my like it lungs right now. Uh, it is insane. So I walked outside for five minutes and I feel like I can't catch my breath again. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I was at Magic Kingdom. Uh, it was like at 11 at night. The castle was all lit up with Christmas stuff. Yeah. And uh, I took her to this little nook that we always go to that's private. Mm-hmm. You know, it's chill. Just us two. Not a whole bunch of people. And I pulled out. She was like, as soon as I put my bag down, she knew something was up because I never put my bag down. Yeah. <laughs> but the ring was in my bag. Yeah. So I pulled it out and, you know, start talking about how it's cool oh. that we've been here before. Yeah, it's 10 yeah. years after our first time coming. Oh, wow. Uh, you guys been together for 10 years? We've been together for 11. 11. You we, met in Chicago. We met here. We met at Columbia. Wow. We met... Right around the corner from where your sister lives, probably. Yeah, nice. your sister is living in Jackie's and Jessica Land. Yeah, uh, the and region. just asked her, and she said yeah. yes, and that was it. That's all. Awesome. It wasn't anything. It wasn't like elaborate or anything, yeah. but it was a special place. Yeah. to do it. So it was cool. It doesn't need to be elaborate. Yeah, that's I, a myth. That's a daily zeitgeist myth for you. It is. They don't need to be crazy elaborate. They just need to mean something. It just needs to mean something, yeah. and. All right, I, I want to ask you something. I want to ask if you would like this. Okay. But I want to ask it to you after the break. We'll be back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, this is Culture Kings. I am Jack Keys. I said it already. <laughs> we have banned Edgar from the entire city of Chicago. We are recording live from room 318 at the Moxie Hotel. That is right. Uh, we got a nice little view of the ro- of best, best Western across the street. <laughs> the old yeah. rock and roll McDonald's down the street. That is that. That is okay, that. They changed it. Jack was trying to yeah. figure it out. It used to be the rock and roll McDonald's. And the Rainforest Cafe right around there. Guys, we yeah. are living a high life. The Moxie. The Moxie. <laughs> the Moxie high life. Yeah. All right. So I saw something on Twitter. Mm-hmm. and it was a dude who pulled out a ring box that was like the size of a fucking mini, like a laptop case, right? Mm-hmm. And it had six diamond rings in it. Right. And he proposed to his girlfriend. It was like, you pick one. Oh, I was like, that's extra. So over the top. That's extra That is fun. extra. But. So did he buy them all or did he have them on loan? I don't know. I don't know if he bought them all. If he bought them all. That's crazy. That's insane. That's like a million dollars and more. That's maybe. insane. And they were like, they weren't like small diamonds. They yeah. were big fucking diamonds. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't even want to date a girl who wants <laughs> something like that. But, which probably is insane to even say, but I can't, I don't know anybody who would actually like that. Yeah. Cause that, then it just feels like, okay, you're, you're copping out in a weird way of just, Maybe listening and hearing what kind of things I like and yeah. what I've always looked towards and the jewelry I always wear. Yeah. It's like there's something about you picking out that ring because even if I in the end I'm like I'm a little changed up, like it's still like that effort you went through to be like I really believe that she's going to like this. Mm-hmm. Like that means something more than being like, all right, honey, pick out whichever one you want. Which <laughs> I'm is <just> bowling. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is just. Oh, that's something so sad to that. It sounds sad and it sounds over the top. I can imagine that girl was like, yeah, but she's probably also a piece of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is why I'm saying. Here's, 
I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, they'll be divorced in five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she'll take half his money. Yeah, <laughs> because he also did it in front of a whole bunch of... It, it seemed like a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it was for show. Oh, that's weird. Then that's truly him flexing. Yeah, it was a hey, flex. Hey, guys, look at all these rings she can choose from. Also, I don't understand, like, did he have, like, a hookup in the jewelry world where he could be like, here's... Like, can I just borrow these? That's weird. He's probably a... Probably a thief. <laughs> honestly it's probably like a serious con man yeah honestly (laughs) i would i would if i was the person being proposed to in that situation if you told me like i stole all six of these yeah i would actually love you more it is kind of amazing yeah because that would be heisted (laughs) i would be like talk about fucking effort yeah that is very real it's like not only did i heist the ring i thought would be perfect for you (laughs) like i truly (laughs) thought about which one to steal yes damn that so that's beautiful that's the only way that that's the only way that can redeem itself is if he stole all six of those rings he's like ocean's 11 status. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be fucking great uh wow. all right so you host ethnically ambiguous i do i also got something that i you were on against the grain mm-hmm. some of some people who listen to this show have gone back and listened to against, against the grain, grain. yes Nice. So there's a story we have to come back to okay. uh, from Against the Grain. You probably remember it. But we got to get, do you remember it? Which one? What we talked about on the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We'll come back. I'll okay. refresh you. I'll okay. refresh okay. you. Before we do that, though, you host Ethnically Ambiguous. Yes. Another How Stuff Works banger, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not listening to it, you should be listening to it. Yeah, please do listen. Please listen. Please listen. Not only do you host that show, I feel like you guys have the best merch out of any we show. yeah we get deep into our merch i love it yeah i love it you guys inspire me to like do more with our yeah. merch uh I, you guys can't i love that martin one I fucking i'm gonna love ask that one. for one that one that one is so cute I, it just kills me i love it i yeah. i appreciate that one that was my favorite one that's my yeah. favorite one so far yeah all right so you live in la yes. obviously there's a lot of people who probably would ethnically ambiguous in la is as far as the term is a lot more heard because yeah. of the entertainment industry, right? Right. You got a lot of people mm-hmm. who who are white women who, you know, I got a friend, I'm not gonna put her on blast. Mm-hmm. She's a white woman. She married uh somebody with a last name that is of Hispanic nature. Yeah. So she took that name and yeah. now she can go in for roles. Yeah. That are but she's open ethnicity. Yes. Yeah. Which is shitty. It's marketable. It's marketable. <laughs> marketable. Ethnically ambiguous it these is. days. It is. Do you think L.A. outside of that is the best place to be ethnically ambiguous, though? I mean, like outside of like California and more coastal, Mm -hmm. not so much because I think people are always like looking at you. It's something I notice when I travel, people look at me weird. Like there was one experience. It was like I was my senior year of college. I went to Texas. I was in Amarillo, Texas for some reason. I was like driving through and I got out and I like went into some like fast food place to use the bathroom. And it was like this weird thing where I knew I was dressed maybe more outlandishly. And by that, I just mean I was wearing like colorful leggings. And I think I was wearing like a bright blue legging and then like a gold scarf. And I guess the contrast just made me stand out. And then as I was like walking, I walked in and walking through, I just noticed every head just turn and stare at me walking and there were these little kids just giving me like weird looks like, where are you from? Like just straight up like, you're not from here. Right. And that's when I was like, oh, God, it's it really is weird to be like 
also i think it didn't help i had my hair was really crazy at the time in the sense i I didn't i didn't have it down in a ponytail like i had my big curly hair out and i like wasn't managing it because i was like on a road trip so i was like whatever who fucking cares so i think i just stood out so much of like you're not the type of person we see in a small town in texas that it was kind of jarring for me where i was like god i don't really want to be stared at like i'm tired i'm groggy i've been in a car like i don't want to be looked at and the looks it was like like the tilt they give you like huh Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder where's where are her you story. from? You're not from here. Like yeah. people like you don't come through this town, and it's it's a weird thing. You try and more so now. I don't think about it, but like at that time, I was still in college, and it was like Obama era. So like I was being like, they shouldn't look at me. Like right. I'm not to be looked at. Now I understand. Now it's like, oh, this is a world. Half of them don't fucking care. Like they don't want no immigrant in their right. town. You know. Right. But I feel like. I don't obviously in the when I'm on the coast or even just big cities like no one fuck you no one fucks looks at me right which is is so weird but you know like being black is is race in America is so weird because obviously we have so many races and so many ethnicities right Mm -hmm. but the two right the two that everybody talks about is white and black Mm -hmm. right uh so. Even if I'm somewhere that I technically don't belong, like the looks that I get are somewhere different. It's it's not like you don't belong here because I don't know where you're from. You don't right. belong here because I don't want you here, yeah. <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Which is the same uh, well, in a, like in evolved, a sense, you know. Right, but but like you know how what you were saying is like, oh. You don't belong here, not because I and I don't. And where did you come from, mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing, which is so fucking weird. Is because yeah. we are in our bubble, right? I right. grew up in Chicago. It's the same. I, I've yeah. been in the bubble my entire fucking life. Yeah, of, me too. I see people of all different shapes, sizes, colors, ethnicities, mm-hmm. uh, heights. You know, genders. You know, that's something that we all see all the fucking time. But yeah. even if I go to Southern Illinois. It's fucking different. It's actually, uh, yeah, you know, I took a train down to Southern Illinois last year when I was here, and that was crazy. I was like, oh, it's a whole different world It's a whole down different here. world. Yeah. It's a whole different world. I almost got the cops called on me in Southern Illinois for oh. having a key to my own car. No. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it, was me, it was me and two other black dudes. This is our world. We were with a whole bunch of white people. Yeah. We left early because uh-huh. we were on our way. We were going even further south. We had stopped off to get food mm-hmm. we were like all right we're gonna go ahead and get a jump start right yeah because we want to we want to go ahead and get there and as we were pulling out as we were like going mm-hmm. i noticed that when we got to our car that our the person we went waved us down like stop for a second because oh. they were being ags hey are those two? Are those three black dudes with you? Because I think they're still in that car. Oh my god! And they were, in, and we were like, and they waved us down. I was like, I think they're gonna call the police on you. Don't leave. Yeah. Let's get this settled first. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we would have left, then we would have had police chasing us and shit, yeah. right? And I was like, I got the fucking keys to this car yeah. in my hand. What do you think? How do well, you think I, I stole Maybe it? You went through like elaborate. So you got the keys. Now I mean, you're trying to act like a normal person who just owns a car. I guess so. <laughs> the only reason I would do that is if I stole six keys and yeah. I was about to give it to my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only That's way I could crazy. do that. Yeah, which uh, key would you like, baby? <laughs> exactly. Which key would you like? You can have a Camry. You can have a Ford Taurus. You can have a Chevy Malibu. Yeah. 
Uh, you can have any American mid-grade yeah. car that you could find, baby. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so fucking weird. What is your show about for people who don't know? So my show, Ethnically Ambiguous, I co-hosted with Shereen Yunez, who you heard on here with Edgar. We basically, she's Syrian-American, I'm Iranian-American, and we just talk about like being brown in America, like Middle Easterners, and talk about like being children of immigrants and everything that comes with it. We joke around. We talk about news stories in the Middle East that people will never hear in mainstream media mm-hmm. because no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Um which is funny because like Saudi Arabia made like the Middle East like trendy again by murdering a journalist. Which yeah. is t- that's how we do it in the Middle East. Right. But um, we murder our journalists. <laughs> yeah. We just don't call them yeah. fake news. Yeah, exactly. We call them fake alive. And then we just be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> that never happened. You're crazy." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we do that. Like we talk to our parents who are like funny, and then yeah. Oh, you actually call your parents yeah, on the we, show? Yeah, we cold call them. And That's so fucking cool. It's funny because my dad is like... I don't think I've heard an episode where you've called them before. Should, they're really silly. My mom doesn't want to do it, never wants to do it. That's why I can't warn her because if I warn her, she'll be like, don't fucking call me. So yeah. I always have to cold call her. She's You'll just hear the whole time she's just trying to get off the phone. Yeah. My dad, though, is... My dad loves himself. He's a very social guy. Uh-huh. So he is just like, oh, well, you know, I'm... He's like media trained. It's very weird. Like he's like gets into it. He's answering questions. He's like, you know, like he, he's just he's having a great time. It's hard yeah. to get him off the phone. I'm like, all right, we got to go. He's a personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a true personality. Yeah. He's a character. He's a nut. He just drinks wine all day. He's retired and all he does is drink wine all day and love it. Make salsa. Love it. So <laughs> he he's really fun. And Shireen's, Shireen's, she can like tell her parents because they are like, they listen to the podcast, which is very fascinating to me because her parents are like so supportive in that way of like, we listen, we love it. It's so great. And then I like, my dad has the podcast app and he occasionally, I think he only listens to the episode he's on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I truly think. <laughs> He, and he only listens yeah, to the parts that yeah, he's on. He's like, oh, I sound like, great. Like, yeah. he, before you hang up. So, uh, can you give me a minute, Mark, of uh, where y'all at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, 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 great. Okay. All right. Got to go. Yeah. he He's really weird. But um, my funny. mom has no sense of the show. Like, she's always yeah. like, it's a podcast, right? Or what is this? Radio? And I'm like, it's uh, whatever. You can listen to it this way. And she's like, ah, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Like, they have no sense. So, like, I feel like I... That kind of allows me to have the freedom to kind of say what I want about them. Like, I can mm-hmm. be like, oh, you know, like, they're, they're so great, you know. But I also, like, we all have our own shit with our parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk freely about, like, the the stress that, like, having, being raised by immigrant parents can kind of bring to you. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, like, people of color, like, there's just more, it's more intense because yeah. you're not white and they really just want you to be comfortable and that comes out in very intense ways sometimes and like right. how they decide to like come at you about right. like your career or what you're doing and and i don't know it can be very polarizing sometimes yeah i i i thankfully have been lucky in that realm like i have just a single mother mm-hmm. so for her it's always been about like do what makes you happy type thing because yeah. As long as I work hard, she's 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 like you're supposed to be a statistic, and the fact that you're not, yeah, just do what makes you happy, right? Yeah. Uh, but my grandmother, on the other hand, oh, she's she's not so much like do what makes you, she's like oh she's not so much you should be a doctor or anything like that. She's very religious. Ah. Uh. So 
if I'm doing things where God is not present, mm. then that's the problem yeah. <laughs> with her. So if I'm acting, like she wanted to come to our live show here in Chicago. I was like, no, Grandma. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Uh, my mom wanted to come and I was I even said no to her. But Interesting. I would have been OK if she was there. Yeah, it's just. But you want the. I want feel, the freedom. Yeah. But I would have I would have eventually gotten to the place very quickly with her in the audience to have the freedom to do my show. Yeah. But with my grandma in the audience, I would have been like, guys, oh. nice to see you. I'm going to go in the back and let God Edgar take this. Watching. Uh we gonna, we just going to sing uh, some Kirk Franklin <laughs> real quick. Yeah. I'm going to read a couple Bible scriptures. Yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird to have that mm-hmm. in your family. And and. So a question I have for you, like you host a show where it talks about issues from from and about uh, people of color, right? Mm-hmm. I host a show where our show isn't necessarily about that, but sometimes we touch on that. Yeah. And I never grew up talking to my family about these things at all. Yeah. Ever. I don't know if you have or not, but is that, do you also find that that is something that like, do you guys have conversations about the stuff that you talk about on your show? I would say no. Yeah. My parents aren't, they're very, I don't know. They're not like, they're not like emotional people like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're very to them. Like they talk about things like, oh, like do, what do you, how much money are you make in? Mm-hmm. You have health insurance. Like they're very like just fact our conversations are very like fact-based in the sense they're like all right so you have a job you're doing okay do you need a new car if you need a new car you should get this kind of car like it's all very we don't i mean more so now that they're getting older like my dad only like recently started to say i love you like that was never a thing Mm. growing up like they don't our family wasn't huge on emotions it's like why my siblings and i were not very close because my parents didn't like take us on family vacays like they were just they're like you work you make money you do your thing right and then you keep your head down and you just keep working and you enjoy what you have and you don't complain and you just keep going and that's it. Right. And a lot of my work ethic comes from that. I keep my head down. I just do my job and I don't bother anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't go out of my way. So I feel like for me to even have a podcast was like big for me to like be like, oh, I can just talk. Right. And that was huge. And now I'm like the most outspoken person in my family. Like no one else really strays too far from that. Like, my mom is a devout Muslim woman, keeps to herself. She never, like, my dad is secular. He doesn't give a shit about mm-hmm. any religion, doesn't really care for religion. So that was always a very interesting dynamic is my mom had this, like, very private religious life mm-hmm. where she prays five times a day, does every Friday, has her Quran study with her girls, wow. like her little, like, progressive Muslim women crew in the Bay Area. And, like, and then... Yeah, and they they do their thing, and you know she never brings it home. Like she has her like walk-in closet where she keeps all her religious stuff and where she like does her prayers. Mm-hmm. Like she keeps it all to herself, and she never pushed it on us. Like I remember she gave it me a Quran as a kid and was like, "Check it out if you're into you know uh, whatever." And I read it and it like freaked me out because it was like too intense for me. And then I was like, "Yeah, it's not my thing." But like the only thing we've ever really touched on is me just kind of being like, yeah, I don't think religion is for me. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, but that is, it's funny. She's like cool with me not being Muslim or practicing or anything like that. But every once in a while she's like, well, just remember God is watching. And right. Like, God, fucking damn it, mom. Why yeah. would you say Why that? Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say that? Like when I'm like going out to hang out with friends, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. My grandma, does that sh- <laughs> my grandma does that shit too. She'll just send me a text and the first sentence would be, how you doing, man of God? 
like that's cool like, you read my text yeah well, yeah she just <laughs> she just started texting within the past year or so and now she texts twice a day mm-hmm. uh it's all mass texts so she's texting but sometimes when she texts one specifically to me yeah it's man always of man of god and god has plans for you mm-hmm. Ooh, you're gonna be a a king in the kingdom of God. Dude, that's interesting. My mom, that's another thing where I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know, like if I say like, well, what if something happens? She's like, well, if something happens, it's God's plan. Right. And I'm like, Ugh. that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, dude. Yeah. That doesn't help my anxiety. Yeah. God's but plan. That's the other thing is like mental illness is not a thing to them. True. When Same it's thing in like, my family. When you're literally like now that I'm older and I like go visit my family in Iran, I'm like, all these people are mentally ill. Like mm-hmm. they all need therapy. And yeah. like no one acknowledges it. I'm the only person being like, oh, this is why I'm crazy. Look at my blood. My bloodline is insane. Yeah. Like these people are all nuts and need therapy. Like there will be like just straight like crazy drama going on. And I'd be like, this could all be literally fixed if they just sat down and just like talked. Talked. Yeah. yeah just talked about <laughs> what's on your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Just get it out. Yeah. Uh, there's something that is so crazy that happened to you. And you told me this story when I first met you. You told it on the podcast. And I can't believe you don't remember what I'm talking about because I feel like this would be what I would introduce myself. What happened? All right, and I'm going to ask you something about this crazy situation. But I'm going to ask it to you right after the break. We back where you were held hostage oh, <laughs> on, on the boat, on a fucking boat, God, on like sailboat. Yeah, and but the dude who had like a weapon, right? Dude, he, he was crazy. So it was a friend's boyfriend at the time. They broke up that night because shit went well, so crazy. Yeah, he was just so psycho. So I think what had happened was so we were on a, a cr- oh, so my friend was living on a, a sailboat with her boyfriend at the time. Yeah, and they were just. You know, he was some like rich white guy. I don't know. He was fucking crazy. He would yell things like there's presidents in my family, which is like, (laughs) so they're all racist. Um, He had this sailboat that I guess he had taken his trust fund money and bought this sailboat or whatever and would just sail island to island in the Caribbean. And this is a good friend of mine from high school. And she's a, she like runs a fashion magazine. And she just, you know, she always lives this like she's a person on Instagram that's always on vacation. And you're like, oh, she lives this jet setter life. So she invites me out. She's like, come to the Caribbean for like a week. It'll be so fun. Like, we'll just sail island to island. And I was like, fuck, you know, like I'm about to leave a job. It was actually the week. Yeah, it was like before I was going to start my job at House Stuff Works. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I have some time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And I like hit up two of my friends. And I was like, two of my guy friends. I was like, hey, like who I knew like had free time. So I was like, come down with me. And they were like, cool. Okay. Because I kind of didn't want to go alone. There's something that scared me about going alone because I don't know, like, anytime I'm with her, like, our history of hanging out, shit always goes down. She just crazy, she she attracts crazy shit. I don't know, because her life is just so, like, wild in the sense that she gets to go all over. But, like, sometimes my history of our relationship, shit always goes down. So part of me was like, bring people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't want to be down there by yourself. Smart. I felt (laughs) it. I felt it in my soul. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And Some don't shit about to go down. Bring dudes as well who I knew could like back me up if anything went down. So the three of us go down. 
we go to Miami from Miami. We hop to like St. Thomas um, where they give you a shot of rum when you get off the plane. I was like, we're here, baby. We're in the Caribbean. I love it. I've, I've experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also funny because my friend at one point, he fell and hurt himself and they just gave him some rum to clean yeah. it off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like so Caribbean, man. <laughs> oh, my brother, yeah. you will be fine. Here's some rum. Yeah, they're like, walk it off, off brother. Rum. Like literally, don't use, that's your alcohol. You clean it off, it'll be fine. Drink some more, you'll be cool. Have yeah, a blended yeah, yeah, yeah. drink. So... It was the last night of our trip and my I had I was so exhausted. I was like, you know, I'm going to go crash and we were staying on the boat. And my two guy friends went with my friend um to there was like this weird boat that was also a bar that was like part on like you had to like dinghy to it. It was, mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. like some Caribbean shit, you know, like tourist shit. So they go over there and they're like, you know, drinking and partying. And then I guess they come back with two guys. Um, be- they were like two guys who I guess were like charter. They were like boat people. I don't know that this is why my, my friend said that she wanted them to meet her boyfriend who didn't come with. He also stayed back to like crash because he was tired and had to get up early in the morning and take us to the ferry. So they brought them back and they're all like partying on the deck and whatever, drinking and having fun. And I guess the boyfriend wakes up at some point and I, I don't know if this is what happened because I wasn't awake, but um, I woke up to like the commotion. But he sees apparently one of the guys have his hand on my friend, his girlfriend's like knee or something. Yeah. And he just fucking rages out. Right. He loses his shit. He starts screaming at her everyone oh those dudes immediately jump off the boat and swim away like they're like oh sorry we don't want anything to they do this. jumped off the boat <laughs> yeah, and swam away. we were like yeah, yeah. it was also like three in the morning so yeah. like what the fuck i don't know but they were boat people they <laughs> seem to be like caribbean people they knew what they were doing man or they're like two white guys but they had even been in the caribbean for a minute so yeah they seem to know where to go if they to- knew it was about to go down and yeah. like ah, this dude about to lose his mind <laughs> let me let me swim a mile to shore <laughs> yeah well, we weren't too far from shore because we were like anchored near an island okay so they had to you know like a few yeah i don't know how like meters or yards work or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. whatever they swam they, yeah. they had to they swim. went back to the island or wherever their boat was yeah and then um so he's losing his shit he's literally throwing her stuff off the boat and she's just being like what the fuck is going on and so i wake up to them screaming at each other she after he threw, throws a bunch of her stuff off the boat is just starts like crying hysterically and being like stop stop this is crazy what are you doing nothing was happening i brought them over so they could meet you um he's just being like like losing his shit my friend is one of the guys i brought is holding her back because he fears she's gonna like jump and murder she's literally like so devastated all his all her shit got thrown off the boat yeah she's just like what the fuck she deserves to throw him off the boat too so uh she in the midst of it like i bring her to my room like what the fuck happened and she's like explaining it to me and i'm like okay what is he and he's on a rampage and originally she had said that he had a gun on the boat for safety because of pirates. Right. So I'm like starting to get nervous because I'm like, well, this fool is crazy. And she's like, it's fine. He's not going to do anything. And then he comes back into the bottom boat area and it's just being like, where's my vape pen? And we're all like, I don't fucking know. I don't know where your vape. Like, I don't know. Like, we were all like, what do you mean? What's yeah. wrong? You lost your vape pen? And he's like, she's a whore. She needs to get off my boat. And we're like, chill, dude. We're all leaving in the morning. She'll come with us. You need to chill. And then he just can't calm down. He's screaming at everyone. She's crying hysterically. He says we stole his vape pen. 
then he's like you owe us mo- you owe me money for like whatever and we already know we owe him money to like pay him back for like paying for like the anchoring of right right, 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 right. So we we're like yeah we're not not gonna pay you yeah dude it's this ain't this yeah. wasn't supposed to be the end of the trip yeah like, <laughs> no one's trying to like shake you down man yeah so he's losing his shit, and then my friend kind of reveals that she has potentially thrown his vape pen off the boat because she was pissed that he threw her shit off the boat. <laughs> and all she did was a vape pen, so it was like, yeah. whatever, buy a new vape pen. So he's losing his shit. We lock ourselves in my room. He's telling everyone no one is going anywhere until he finds his vape pen, and he is psycho. Like, he's going full psycho. And we're like, it's chill, dude. We'll find your vape pen, even though we're like, yeah. She calls the Coast Guard and they're literally like, we can't do anything because you are in British Virgin Islands and we are the we US. Are American. So we can't. That's not our territory. We can't do anything. So you need to call the UK. The UK, call, we, we get the number, they transfer us, we call the UK. They're like, where are you? We're like, just come. He's acting a fool and we'd rather just leave and not be here with this guy because we know he has a gun. We know he's crazy. He's losing his shit. He's just screaming hysterically. Like, they're, like, knocking shit over on his own boat. So we're just like, what are you doing, yeah, dude? Yeah, you're just I have one it. friend who's just sitting in the room with him, just being, like, just watching him to make sure he doesn't pull some shit. Because that's my most... He's just the most gangster friend I have. So yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. there just, like, <laughs> yeah. being... Because he's, you know, he just deals with more crazy shit than I do. So I was in the room with her just making sure she doesn't go, like... I just want to keep them apart, basically. Right, right, right. So she doesn't get hurt? Yeah, or just, like, lose her shit and or attack her, him yeah, or something. Right, to, right. To, like, escalate the situation. So we're there, basically, for hours while he's screaming and yelling and being like, no one's going anywhere. And we don't want him to know we're calling anyone. Right, 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 right. Because then that could make it worse. Right. And so he slowly starts to calm down. It's like, So it starts around 3 a.m. So around 6 a.m. he starts to calm down. Mm -hmm. It's been three hours of him just fucking losing his shit, threatening us all, being like, because I think we brought like weed on the boat. And he'd be like, I will have you all arrested for bringing drugs on my boat, which we're all like, dude, chill. You literally are psycho losing your shit and you have a gun. Which and you you're making us are mad we you lost yeah. a vape pen yeah <laughs> so he says we're not going anywhere so we're all just sitting there waiting 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 we don't know what's going on with the coast the UK coast guard because they were like we'll be in touch which was like fuck <laughs> Thanks. my other friend who's not my other friend who I came with jump off jumped off the boat and was and he's a swimmer from college he like went to college for swimming he's swimming boat to boat asking for help and that guy doesn't know because just like jumped off the boat at one point and just bounced and was just going right. help hey watch our boat shit's going down watch our boat so there's all the other boats around us are now aware that, that there's shit going down on our boat and also you could probably hear him because he was just screaming yeah so um after a while like one of the, i believe another guy like he I, what someone revealed to him that we had called the coast guard mm-hmm and that's when he truly started to panic because he's like, shit, they're coming here. They're coming here. We have to go right now. We have to go right now. So he, un- whatever, releases the anchor and then gets the fuck out of there. And so we're all still on the boat. And I was like, you need to take us to the fucking ferry right now. And he's like, well, no one's going anywhere until I get my vape. He's still like on this vape pen. What the we're fuck, like, dude? Buy a new vape pen. Get yeah. a P.O. box, dude. Yeah. It's Amazon. And also, <laughs> you threw all her shit off. Yeah. And you, Matt, that's like me stealing everybody's money and then somebody steals my bag of peanuts I'm like which one of y'all motherfuckers stole my peanuts man yeah. i was gonna eat that shit i'm hungry yeah <laughs> like, it makes no fucking sense uh did this dude get punishment because but when we talked about it before you couldn't no so i nothing. don't know what happened because he so he's like i'm gonna need everyone's passports which we were like no 
Yeah. Why would we give you our pass? He was being shit. He started to act real shady when he found out the Coast Guard. He's like screaming in my friend's face, call them back and tell them it was a misunderstanding. And she's like, no, you're still not taking us where we need to go. Right, right. Like he was getting, and we needed to be at that ferry to catch our flight. So we were like, it was like, it was, we were cutting it very close and we were starting to get really nervous and like time was passing. And I was, and I, at one point was just like, dude, I'm going to jump off this boat, swim to another boat and start like, like i am going to get a like i was like, a knife my yeah shit. Like, i'm gonna yeah, grab yeah, a knife yeah. and come back and be like you take us to this goddamn ferry yeah i didn't do that because i i'm not that great a swimmer <laughs> <laughs> right i was gonna be like if it was me i'm on, i'm stuck on that boat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, i'm just gonna be like yo bro yeah i can't swim so so eventually he took us to uh the police station so he took us to the like where the ferry is which there's also like a police station customs sort of situation yeah and then was took us all in there and was trying to get us in trouble when he knew it was all on him. He was trying to be like, yeah, these kids, they, they, you know, they're trying to act full. And we're being like, this fool has held us hostage for like five hours now and refused to bring us here until we told him we had set a report in motion. Right. And so he, it was literally like all of a sudden became like a him against us. And he's being like, show them your passports. And we're being like, fool, our ferry's about to leave. So goodbye. Right. So we right. literally, while he was like arguing with the police people, we just straight up left and got on the ferry. Like we just bounced. Like, yeah. we're like, like literally like stepping backwards, like <laughs> fading into the yeah. mist. Yeah. What's that over there? And the last thing I think my friend literally said, he has a gun. <laughs> like, he's been threatening us and he has a gun on the boat and he was making us very unsafe. And then we were all just like, wow. fuck you, peace, motherfucker. And then uh, we didn't say anything because we just like slowly left and got on the thing. Right. And fucking bounced. And I blocked him on all social media because I was like, I cannot. Yeah. She has not, I don't think hit him up since because fuck that i hope not she like lost so much shit and like it was bad well it was really bad you oh and that, that's the other thing we literally went to the atm gave him his money that we owed him right and right, then right. we're like don't ever contact us again yeah, leave us the fucking and so dude. i don't know what happened with that police report because i think my friend was dealing with it because mm-hmm. i was like i don't want to be a witness like i can't like you can put my name in there but i don't ever want to come face to face with this person again yeah and so whatever went down, either he dealt with or was able to squash because of his family uh-huh. or she like dealt with it. Because once it was done, I was. You're, you were done. Because like it. once that we were at the place with the ferry, I told them my side. My friends were like, yeah, this is what happened. And then we all just left. Yeah. Got on that ferry and left. And bounced. And so I guess he may have, based on what he was saying, like they were like, well, you need to fill out an incident report so this doesn't. Like, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. understand, like, the legality of what was going on or the forms he was filling out or, like, what the police were telling him. But, like, once we left, we were like, that's not our problem. And I know she went through some shit after that, but I don't know. It's really weird because you hear shit about it like this and you think, oh, man, it sounds like a movie. Yeah. And I always think in my head, I would love to live through some movie shit. Yeah. And then I hear this and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to <laughs> live through this because yeah. I would have either got shot or. Yeah. <laughs> fucking like tried to kill this dude yeah. because you're holding us hostage especially if i have like my girl on the plane with me on a boat with me then yeah. i'm like you gotta you're, you're trying to protect people you love and care about and shit yeah. and this dude is mad over a vape pen yeah and something that he thinks he's our may it may have happened or may not but it may was not a hand the on a knee that he was seeing it as and my he blew it gosh. to a proportion that was so unnecessary Man. and it's like you can't act like that when you know you have a weapon and you don't know these people that well. Because right. I immediately was like, that person has a gun, and if this escalates, he could kill someone or right. something bad could go down. Right. Like, right. I don't know you. 
Good and Lord. you also, I know you, I know for a fact because you bragged about having a gun before for pirates. So now I right. just think you're fucking crazy and I don't know what you're going to do. And you have that like white privilege and the shouting, there's presidents in my family. So now I know <laughs> you can do something and get away with it. Like we're literally in international waters. Right. I don't trust you. Well, and the listen. way he was speaking. Mm-mm. You got to stop hanging out with Eric Trump and them then. Yeah, <laughs> it was Eric Trump. It was Eric yeah. Trump. <laughs> You gotta stop hanging out you with them guys, Trumps. Let me tell you. <laughs> you and stop. then that fool became president, and I was like, "This is not good look for me." <laughs> I told my friend, like, "Girl, can you stop dating these Trumps? Can you stop dating these Trumps? <laughs> yeah. God damn, Tiffany." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna, I know you got to get out of here. So this was a goddamn pleasure. We're gonna end on this real quick, real fucking quick. I'm gonna ask you the "Would you rather" for the month. Okay. It's not crazy. Okay. But it's, it may be crazy. Here it is. Would you rather be able to pay $1 to make any person find you attractive or receive $1 every time a person finds you unattractive? Receive $1. <laughs> I don't need anyone out here to find me attractive. But if you think like, oh, then pay me a dollar. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I was My only thing, I forget which one I picked, uh, but my only thing is... If you just wake up one morning and see like twenty thousand dollars in your fucking account, I'm like, oh, you're like, oh goddamn, I'm that ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, you're on team receive a dollar. I think I'm on team pay a dollar. That's the team I'm on. Interesting. Pay a dollar. You want to feel good? I want to feel good. Yeah. I want to feel good, and then I can let myself go and just pay a dollar yeah. to make you be like, <laughs> you still got it. I'm good with that. Anna Hosnier, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Anna Hosnie, A-N-N-A-H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. You can listen to our podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, on mm-hmm. How Stuff Works, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, all that bullshit. Um, you, yeah, listen to our podcast. Listen hey, to it. Follow me on Twitter. I do a bunch of stuff. Listen to Culture Kings. Keep listening oh, yeah. to all our shows. It's a great time. It's a great time, guys. We're having a good time here in Chicago. We're about to go do another live show. So we both got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. But it's at Culture Kings Pod, guys. At Jackie's Neil on everything. We like you. We love you. It's time to get out. Bye-bye. Bye.